You are listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud, conversations about trauma and healing from two women who are doing the work. My name is Jeremiah Jones, and I'm the producer of this podcast. In today's episode, Candace and Cher discuss what it means when we have experienced an abandonment wound in childhood. Being left alone repeatedly as a child, especially when care was needed, sends a child's body into high levels of stress. Left unaddressed, we often struggle into adulthood, feeling like there is something deeply wrong with us. Listen in as Candace and Cher start a three-part series on this important topic. Hi, Cher. Hey, Candace. How are you today? Oh, I'm great. I've had a great day. It's been a just a really fun day. Grandsons were over and we just played and yeah, just had a great day so far. How about you? Same, just a really good day. Although my grandchildren are going to be here shortly. It's a beautiful Sunday. The sun's shining a little cool, but just love days like this when the weather's nice and we can get outside. Today, we are starting a new topic, probably going to do at least two episodes, maybe three on something that we have been processing out loud together. And that is what is called the abandonment wound. We know from our own stories and listening to many other stories that this is a real thing. This wound that gets developed as a child, because we're coming from understanding complex childhood trauma and what happens when we get an abandonment wound. Can you share a little bit more of how that develops and... Maybe yeah. some, and we can talk about some of the symptoms of that today too. Yeah. And it just feels so important. And I think, well, everyone who has childhood trauma does have abandonment wounds unless they've been processed and healing has been brought there. We know that children are utterly dependent on the caregiver. And we know that no caregiver is perfect. So we'll just say that straight up again. But in a lot of situations, when a caregiver is not, for whatever reason, able or willing to stay connected to the child, whether that's an infant, two-year-old, five-year-old, 15-year-old, doesn't matter, when there is some level of the child really needing the adult in the room to take care of them and meet their needs, and those needs are not met, the child will experience a a shattering internally where where there's going to be a high level of anxiety Mm -hmm. that just floods the brain and the body because the child is utterly dependent and the need that they are expressing is not being tended to. So this is kind of just the basic deal right there of what an abandonment wound is. And of course, it can look a million different ways. Sometimes it's carelessness or intentional. Other times it's just life situations. Other times it's completely unavoidable. And mm-hmm. it can happen, you know, when a parent isn't even intending it, such as like, if a parent is hospitalized, or right. somehow there's a separation that that there's no intent or no desire, yet the child can really come away with an abandonment wound. And then of course, if there's death or a divorce that takes place where the parent is just gone in a significant way that where they really were there previously. And then there can be situations where there is abuse or neglect too. So it can look a lot of different ways. 
Well, and I like what you were saying that if the wound is not tended to, it really leaves the child at the mercy of interpreting what's wrong with them or maybe what they have done to feel alone and disconnected from their primary caregiver. We've talked a little bit about my stories and your stories. I had several times that I was physically alone and experienced that feeling of needing someone Mm -hmm. and had terror going through my body at times because I just was scared. I, I didn't feel connected. I felt like I needed someone and I I couldn't get to someone. And I know that you shared some stories that it wasn't so much that you were physically abandoned, but more when you needed to be seen and cared for, you you had people physically around, but you would often go away and try to find some sort of comfort. Do you want to share a little bit about that experience for you? Yeah. You know, there were a lot of times when situations happened and I felt in huge need of somebody coming to take care of me and yet nobody was there. And a lot of times when I've shared stories of harm, like in story group, I get to the end of my story and it's it's almost like there's a vacuum there. Like I'll I'll just say, and I ran up to my room and I jumped into my bed and I pulled the covers up the end of the story, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's like this vacuum. Yeah. So just as a child, like being left in the swirl of all the emotion and all of what was raging through my body, in that moment, and then no care provided to help me know how to process that or how to go through it. And so I learned how to survive by numbing or dissociating or the various things that I did. But yeah, so that was more my experience. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to really recognize that it can be any one or combination of those type of situations. I'm really glad we're talking about this because the abandonment wound, like you said, is pretty much experienced by anyone who's had complex childhood trauma that has not received the care that they need to heal those wounds. And it can be hard as an adult later in life to discover that you have these things that are happening inside of you internally that are very emotionally painful, but maybe even feels shameful that why would I still be feeling this way when I'm not being abandoned today? Yeah. I know for me, you have asked me before, what does that abandonment wound feel like to you? And for me, it is this pit in my stomach that feels so heavy, but yet it's empty. Mm. And it is the message that impending doom is coming. Mm -hmm. You are going to be left alone. You are going to lose connection. Mm -hmm. And it's an awful feeling. And it's also the very feeling that drove me, especially my teen years, to begin to cope and to numb. So then you have the added complexity of the shame of the ways that you're coping and numbing. I really am looking forward to this conversation because we've recently had some really sad stories in our community of people that 
for all appearances, are very successful people. Mm. And then there's been some suicides. Mm. And it's just heartbreaking because they weren't known or, I mean, yes, suicide is so complex, but what was their internal pain? Mm -hmm. Where did it come from? Mm. Did anybody know? Mm-hmm. And can we help this by just talking about these very hard topics as successful adults? It's so important. And I think because we do become expert at hiding mm-hmm. our pain and not letting the world or even the closest people around us really see. And I think for me, one of the struggles that I have experienced as a result of my abandonment wound is deep levels of insecurity that I have lived with my whole life. And just that feeling of being unworthy, unworthy to have my needs met, so I don't even voice them, unworthy to truly be loved, so I don't trust, even if people would come toward me with love, a lot of times I just did not trust them. And just struggling with this constant sense, this constant feeling of insecurity. The question that I think I have just asked over and over deep inside is what is wrong with me? And I don't think the people in my world that were even close to me have had a clue how big this has been for me. And while I recognize that it was important and and very prevalent and kept coming up over and over. I mean, in my relationship with people, also in my relationship, I will say with God, of just feeling always very insecure and very distant and unable to really have that sense of security in any relationship. Why we're really talking about the abandonment wound is because this impacts every single aspect of our life and relationships. Mm -hmm. And we've talked before about attachment struggles. And so for me, my attachment struggle was that I would really stay, I would disconnect. I wouldn't allow people to get too close to me because deep down inside, I knew something was wrong with me. Mm. And I felt insecure and unworthy. And so I became the master of hiding and pretending and performing, not really because I wanted to, but because that was survival. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to talk more in future episodes about the healing of the abandonment wound. I'm trying to hold back because I want to actually move towards you right now and ask some questions and offer some care in that, even though I know you have experienced so much healing. I know for me, when I look at the abandonment wound and the shattering that occurred for me as a little girl, I developed a more fearful avoidant attachment style where I crave and move toward connection and can experience the anxious side of connection to make sure I can keep someone connected to me, however that looks. But then when it does come close, the fear sets in and I will go avoidant. And so it is definitely an attachment wound that can be healed, but it takes so much time and it really takes 
so much self-awareness. So I often, when I feel that similar feeling, that pit, I slow down now and just get a sense of where I'm at, what's going on in my body, what messages are coming, being able to ask myself, am I truly being abandoned? And I'm not now. And having that secure relationship with God that he can contain and hold all of my moving towards, moving away, and truly providing that secure connection for me in my spiritual life. The abandonment wound can also show up in reenactments, reenactment patterns. We've done a few episodes on reenactments. And there is this sense that when we are in relationship, we're expecting to be abandoned or we self-sabotage because we're trying to close that loop. We're trying to resolve those feelings of abandonment. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to be able to recognize that those reenactment patterns are real. They're painful, but we need so much curiosity and compassion and kindness from those who can really stay with us as we get out of those patterns. Yeah, I love that you mentioned reenactment and also the the sense of, and I will use the word codependency, mm-hmm. of how we tend to get into the similar kind of relationship with one person after another, after another. And mm-hmm. often it is a codependent relationship because exactly what you said, Candace, we're trying to close the loop that goes way back somewhere into our childhood. And this is why story work, again, is so important because if we can go back and and start to do some investigating with gentleness and curiosity and take a look at what are the stories that are there where I did experience some Mm -hmm. level of abandonment Mm -hmm. and to be able to write them out and to be able to look at it and really look at the particularities and then to start to take a look at how has the scenario that happened there, not the same thing, of course, but the, the dynamics of that scenario, how has that replayed over and over and over throughout life? And I know for myself a million times. What a gift it is, right? When we find someone in life that sees us in these patterns, and maybe we have started to also see like, man, I keep bumping into this same struggle or this internal pain is only getting worse. And then we meet someone that sees us and says, I see where you're at. And I just, I really want to just ask you some questions. It's life-changing. It was life-changing for you. It's been life-changing for me. And now we get to hold that space for other people that we see and that we move towards. And we can hold and contain the complexity of, I want to name it again. And this is true for men, Mm -hmm. but I want to name it for for women that are in their 40s and 50s and 60s. And you're wondering, why in the hell Mm -hmm. am I still in this battle? Yeah. And it's just because there hasn't been the care and the love and the compassion that's been needed to heal. 
Yeah, it's so true. I know. I mean, it's so true. And I think just talking about it, it really does bring up some memories for me that I haven't thought about now for a while because I have been in this place of such deep healing. For our listeners, I want to just kind of recap a little bit of what we have said here today, that experiences of abandonment in childhood cause a shattering to our soul. And that when that happens, we will go forward in life really struggling in our relationships because when that shattering happened, we had a need and the need was not met, whether intentionally or completely unintentionally. So our brain and our body is continually trying to find the solution to that problem. But because now we are in this place of insecurity and having a lot of difficulty really showing up in relationships in a way that is very open and vulnerable and honest, we show up in ways that are very self-protective. So we hide our true self. We don't say what we really need or what we really think. We don't use our voice. We often get into these kind of relationships that are hurtful and we get into one after another after another of that similar kind of self-sabotaging type of relationship. Abandonment wounds are so important to be looked at because, and we are going to talk about this more in the coming episodes, but because healing is possible and both Candace and I have experienced tremendous healing in in these last few years as we have really moved toward our stories of harm in a community where we have been met with kindness and curiosity and gentleness and love. And so I want to just say, hang in there to our listeners. Make sure you come back where we have a lot more that we want to say about this. And as big as this might feel now to you after even just hearing this, as you start to get into touch with Oh, that's what it has been. Abandonment. And then to go and start to investigate. Good conversation, Cher. Hard, but Mm. so good to name it and to know that there's something we can do about it. So Mm. good to be with you today. So good to be with you too, Candice. Love you, friend. Love you too. Thank you for listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud. Make sure to check out the show notes for links to suggested resources and social media. Like, subscribe, and follow to keep up with our weekly content. And if you don't mind, take a moment to rate and review us. Your feedback is extremely valuable and contributes to the success of this podcast. One last thing, if you have found this podcast helpful in any way, or if you have questions on how to take the next steps on your healing journey, please reach out to us via email at CandiceShare at gmail.com. That's K-A-N-D-A-C-E-S-H-E-R at gmail.com. Music was created by Kayla Paxton, and our sound engineer is Jeremiah Jones of Audit Story LLC. We welcome you to join us for more conversations soon. Take care.